1 Samuel chapter 16. I want us to read from verse 12 to 18. See if I can cruise through this a little faster than I did in the first service. Mm. Let's start from verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David. That uh, I thought I was reading with you. It's on our screens. And the spirit of the Lord. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said to him, Surely, let our master now command your servants. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm. Then one of the servants answered and said, Look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, a handsome person, and the Lord is with him. Please just pause there. These are my six points I want to give you. The six features of God's inheritance, of God's sons. These are just some of them. There are many features, but this scripture points out very pertinent ones. Look, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite who is skillful, all right? Who is skillful in playing. He's a mighty man of valor, number two. He's a man of war, number three. Prudent in speech, number four. A handsome person, number five. And the Lord is with him, number six. Amen. I believe that's it. Father, thank you for your word. Let it build us, rejuvenate us, and cause us to become who you've called us to become in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a seat in the presence of the Lord. Please stay there on the... Ay, 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 ay. You're gone there. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're playing? Worshiping. Ay, 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 ay. And I was about to start. I had, I had calmed down. I had entered that self-control point. <laughs> yeah. Hi, today, today, today is today. The first point is skillful in playing. <laughs> so, listen to me. Um, I, I know the Holy Spirit is just moving around this place, helping everybody and sorting out people. These characteristics are important. There was a man that figured where David was and spoke when the king was in distress. He spoke, opened his mouth and spoke. I said, I want to do this a little different from the first service because I believe God always wants to do things in his way, not in our way. If he says, repeat it exactly, we repeat exactly. If he says, do it as he's leading, you must follow his lead. David was a man that was in isolation. He was in isolation, in hiding. This was a person that was pleasing God, not in public. And so when you look at that, the Psalms of David start to show us that this was a man who learned how to play, but alone. 
in isolation, skillful in playing. And when the time came, everything he had practiced before God was now made public before men. I sense in my heart, as a church, there's a place we've had to be in hiding. I need you to understand something about the community you belong to. When God raises your community, God is raising you. So I, I know that there has been a lot of time spent in hiding. A lot of time spent before Yahweh as a people. Individually, there's a season you have spent hidden. But I see in the spirit there's about to be an announcement. The king was in distress. Now look, the oil came upon David and immediately the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. That the disturbance of one man can lead to the doors opening for another man is how this kingdom works. Um, it sounds crazy to say, but the expiration of the season of one man introduces the introduction of a season of another man. So I want you to understand, you're not going to stay in that darkness for too long. Because I hear God say, there's someone that's about to announce you to a king. In the realm of kingship, you have to understand that Esther was a commoner until the king looked at her and said, you will be my wife. Among many others, Esther won. <laughs> and so the favor came because the king selected. And the king selected after there had been a lot of collaboration and a lot of things. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a time that you wait for some things in your life. But there's a time that you become announced. Any time you have spent in hiding in God cannot be time wasted. For God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. I sense in my spirit there are people here who have been in isolation. But I see also in the spirit such men are rising. And God told me to tell you the skill that you have played before him in isolation. How you have learned to be skillful. God is about to use everything that he has been teaching you in private. And he's about to make a public display of you. Woe unto you if you come to your day of lifting and you are not prepared. Those days of hiding were for preparation. The times you were speaking to yourself in the mirror were for preparation. The times that you were speaking to yourself in the bathroom were for preparation. The time you were in the hole where no one could hear you, God could hear you. Don't be like Elijah who said, I am the only one who has not bowed to you. Let me tell you, there have been many in isolation. But God is about to lift people up. I want you to lift those hands because I sense the spirit of God wants to move in this service. And has already been moving. People that have been in isolation. Here's the word of the Lord for you. Your season to be discovered has arrived. And God is about to make an announcement for you in the realm of men. Can I explain this realm of men? It is a realm that men get introduced to you based on what they have heard about you. It's the first time we hear of David in the scriptures. The first introduction is when the horn of oil comes on his head. As soon as the oil comes on his head, the king is disturbed. As soon as Joseph's time arrived, the king had a dream. As soon as Esther's time had arrived, Queen Vashti became moody. Somebody is going to get moody to make space for your anointing. My God. Somebody's about to mess up because your season has arrived. And I declare in the name of Jesus, your delay can no longer be caused by things that men are trying to plan. Because what you have done in front and before God has pleased him enough to say your time has come. And then he says a city on a hill cannot be hidden. 
What is God doing? He's begetting sons. I speak to you and say, arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord. Come on, play, play for me. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. God is lifting somebody up here. Queen Vashti is about to exit. Because Queen Esther is about to be announced. I hear God say systems are changing in your favor. Times are changing in your favor. Transitions are happening for your favor. Your season of rising has come. And men are about to make way. Look at what happens. Look at what happens to David. The prophet comes and they think it's everybody else. The father thinks it's everybody else. Because sometimes even those that have raised you don't think that you're the one. I'm talking to those that nobody has really known exist. I'm talking to those that nobody really knows you're there. Even your own family has put you in a place where. <laughs> and I hear the spirit of Yahweh say your season has come. For all the brothers, the prophet was so disturbed when he asked, is there not another? And they said, wait a minute, there's one more. But he's out with the sheep. He said, as long as the Lord liveth, I will not sit. There are men who will not sit. Anointed servants who will not rest until your season for rising. I don't know who I'm talking to here. Until your time to rise. Until your rising happens. Sometimes people must be disturbed for your entry. Sometimes a nation must be in debt for your appearance. God sets up stages for his glory. Sometimes treasuries are empty so that the sons of God can arise. Ah, because everything in your life is about the glory of God. There are exits happening in places for you to be able to manifest. I say to you, sons of God, manifest in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Are you here today and that is a prayer that you're praying? Then lift up that hand and let's just worship for a minute. I'll be here. I'll be here, Father. This is where I'll be in isolation. Worshiping. Waiting for you to do what you told me you're going to do. I'm going to be like I Hannah. I'm going to be like Hannah at the altar. With everybody else wondering what I'm doing. Including the prophet. But God, you know. You know my cry. You know my tears. You know my tears. Kaya Dabakosh. I'll be here. I'll be here. That's where I'm going to be. The place of worship. For the audience of one. I don't need a public spectacle. All of the days of my life. I'll be here. I'll be here. I'm going to be at the altar. Worship. The altar with my father, that's where I'll be. All of the days, somebody's being lifted up by Yahweh. The beautiful thing is when Yahweh lifts you, no man can keep you down. When Yahweh lifts you, no man can keep you down. I wonder, I wonder, Pastor Pete, I wonder who taught David how to play on C minor. 
there was no teacher. But let me tell you, God is a worshiper. How can he say that there's a man skillful in playing? Who taught him how to play on D and C minor 7 on the harp? Who was his mentor? The mentor in isolation is Yahweh himself. And there's no tutor that can pass him. Listen, that he has been taught to play songs that can calm a king. Uh, who taught him? Don't ever think your time with God is wasted time. Don't ever think that that moment with God in isolation is wasted. Some of you are rushing for the favor of men. And yet God wants to lift you beyond even what men can give you. I say to you today, your time in his presence is not a waste of time. Wastahi liyewe bwana Wastahi liyewe I really want the organ to this song. Oh, Wastahi never wasted who taught him who taught him to preach who taught him that men who have not gone to theology school <laughs> will become skillful in teaching there's nothing wrong with going to improve but I say it is better to have God as a tutor before any man can teach you you are advantaged when God is your tutor my God. What God is about to do in your life, no man can stop. No man can stop it. Saul was disturbed so that Joseph can arise. Uh, so that David can arise. Pharaoh was disturbed so that Joseph can arise. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream so that Daniel can arise. In the realm of men, God disturbs men so that his children can have favor with men. Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and with men. The introduction of the things that cause you to be looked up to by men is because God disturbs men with an answer that only he has given you in the place of isolation. In the place of secrecy, he's put in you an answer for nations. Uh, in the place of secrecy, he has put in you answers for medias, media houses, for international marketing companies, for national treasuries to receive favor because in that secret place, he was making you an answer to a question. This is what you are to the world. You're an answer to a question. And nobody can answer that question but you. And God in his infinite wisdom put that answer in Jesus Christ that the answer to sin was in a man. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The answer to sin was in a man. He said, do this perpetually, continually in remembrance of me. We just took communion. This brings us into the place where we understand that this blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. It gives us access, skillful in playing. Who taught you? Who taught you? There are things that disturb a nation. 
my wife and I were having a conversation the other day. I told her, if you track my life from the time I met you when you were 21 years old, I told her, track my life. I've been dealing with credit. Outside of the gospel, I've been dealing with credit and finance. Credit and finance throughout. Consistency. Who taught me? I've never been to school to do finance. Who taught me? Who brings these ideologies that bring answers to nations outside of God? It's Jehovah. Let me tell you, he's the mentor of mentors. Many of you are saying mentor me, but let me tell you, first be mentored in the place of isolation. If you can accept to be mentored there, then you are good for public consumption. He says, the spirit of Daniel was a spirit of excellence. But God added to them skill, wisdom, understanding. There's a question in Kenya whose answer is embedded in somebody in this house. And God has said, somebody somewhere is being disturbed right now for your rising. I declare in the name of Jesus, there shall be no more delay. I declare in the name of Jesus, there shall be no more delay. I see men rising up whose stars are shining. When your time has come, Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. They see a star. They had been trying to track him through chronicles. From Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, they were trying to track Jesus. They track him, track him, trying to track him. Satan was trying to track him. Heaven was concealing him. Satan was trying to track him. Heaven was concealing him. Trying, trying, trying. But when his time had come, even men from the east said, we are looking for a star. Oh God, when your star appears, nobody can shut it down. Men from the east will come looking for your star. I don't know who I'm talking to here. Your season of isolation was not in vain. God sent me with a message for somebody today. Your season of isolation was not in vain. Father, receive all the glory. Father, receive all the honor. Father, receive all the worship. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. You are more than enough. You are more than enough. Lift up your hands and give him worship in this place. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ever ask or think or imagine. Who taught you? Sir, have you ever been to dancing school? Have you ever been to dancing school? Who taught you? I can only imagine in your house, in a mirror, you start to do moves. And heaven says, kick like this. Because there's no other dancer than Yahweh. Ay, 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 ay. Who taught you? In isolation, who taught you? God is my teacher. His first example on the earth, they called him rabbi, meaning he was teaching. The book of Luke chapter 1 helps us understand when he starts to write about the treaties that they have seen. How Jesus began both to teach and to do. I sense that we are not in a season of just teaching. We are also in a season of doing. That David didn't just come forth to talk. Hi. What he was in isolation for began to perform. And he was skillful. The kind of music that caused demonic spirits to disappear. The kind of music that caused a man's migraine to go without Panadol. Ah, you're joking. What kind of keys are you possibly playing for things that disturb a man to disappear because you're there, skillful in playing? 
some of the solutions you have are going to cause Pharaoh to sleep at night. I've been listening and hearing our president saying the coffers are empty. They've been saying the country is not in a good place financially. I look up to the Lord and I say, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says we should count it all joy. <laughs> what God does, he sets up stages. Ah, the Kenya stage has been set. Because if you found the coffers full, and if you found everything working, you would say things have worked because we found them working. But nothing is working. Ah, God is about to... God is about to show up and show off. Do I have someone that's been in isolation? Well, I hear God saying now that light cannot be put under a bushel. What is it I taught you last time? I need, I need something. I need, does anybody have a light? A phone with a light? Give me a phone with a light. Switch on your touch. Thank you, son. Look at that. Can you all see the light? Sit down, sit down. Can you all see the light? You can see it from the back, right? Can you see it from the back? Can you see it from this side? At the very back? Can you see it online? Okay. Can you see it? Can you see it? Is it still on? It takes a man to come and take the light and put it where people can see it. The light is shining. But it is in a place that nobody can see it. So he says that when you see light, parent number 85, please avail yourself to the registration desk urgently. Parent number 85, there must be something serious going on. Now, look at this. I have lifted this light from a place it couldn't be seen. He says you cannot keep light under a bushel. It has nothing that it will give to the people. So what does God do? He uses men. To put that light where it is being seen. It took Pharaoh to lift Joseph. Whether you want to believe it or not. It took Nebuchadnezzar having favor on Daniel. He could have been in a bad mood and said, you know what? Remove these children of Israel. Bring me some extra Babylonians. He could have said that. But the spirit of the Lord disturbed him for the cause of somebody. May God disturb. There's a level God disturbs men for men. May God disturb somebody for you. May you be remembered by somebody. In isolation. Who is teaching you right now? Running around say, Pastor Julian, please mentor me, mentor me. I'll mentor you. But it will be great to meet you already mentored. This is one of the qualities of the sons of God. That they have arrived at a place. Take your lights up and go shine. They have arrived at a place that their training in private will bring them prowess in public. It is a danger for God to lift you when you are unprepared. God cannot trust somebody he has not spent time with in isolation. And therefore, God needs men to do their time in isolation. In the name of Jesus, skillful in playing is what he says in his word. Who is teaching you? May men be subjected into the school of Yahweh. 
to understand because this man started to write even hymns that the entire nation of Israel refers to until this day. Hmm. Sinach has never been to music school. The school is good. It improves you. But what lifts you is grace. I know many people who went to very serious American schools of music. Nobody's hearing them. Hey. I want to tell you there's a place a degree cannot introduce you. There's a place a paper cannot introduce you. Earthly papers can help you get to the realm that men can take you. But godly papers. Now, pastor, you're telling us not to go to school. No. I'm saying bring your degree to the altar. Because for very long you have thought that it defines you. But it is what you learned in isolation that begins to define you and introduce you to the public. Do not allow things done by men to take over things introduced by God. Did you hear what I said? Don't allow it. Skillful in playing. Skillful in playing. Skillful in playing. It's worship developed in secret. A place that men go to when nobody's watching. I'm with God where nobody is seeing me. Just me and Yahweh. Oh la la. Meet me at the altar with my father. I love that phrase. A place where you completely die to what men want you to have appetite for. You die to fame. It's telling them this morning I've met generals. By God's grace and God's mercy I've met some men doing things on this earth that every time I meet them, I realize that the secret for any of these men I've seen, I'll tell you the secret. It's not how many television channels they are on. It's not how many conferences they've been invited for. In fact, it's not even their prowess in preaching. Some of them are so simple. They'll come here and say, God is love. I said, God is love. If God is love, then love is God. You say, hey, what manner of revelation is this? It feels like the shallow end. Then they do an altar call. And 200 people come. You, you've preached deep things. In Hebrew, the Hebrew root, etymological meaning is divided into three portions. Try my core. I like, hey, that man is smart, but I've just come out of there with vocabulary. We shouldn't come for God's meetings to live with vocabulary. We should come for God's meetings to have encounters. Meet these men. They are simple. Simple. But they have spent time in the presence of God. That one amen from them. Heaven is all standing at attention. Stop trying to get the attention of men when you don't have the attention of heaven. You will have to work them much harder. Because Jesus began both to teach and to do. We've entered a season of doing, not just saying. 
you shall know them by their fruits is a serious conversation. That means to speak for so long without evidence of what you are doing is going to become embarrassment. There must be a result in your life. Somebody say amen. Are you learning something this morning? How? 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 What, what caught me with this scripture is how did that person happen to be at the palace and happen to know someone in the bush? Just, just, just let's talk. How? How? What were you doing in the palace and you know a guy in the forest with sheep? Who, just someone explain to me. And not only do you know him, you know that he is skillful, that he is a man of valor, that he is a man of war, that he is a handsome man, that he is eloquent. Let me ask you, who is this? You know, you will realize that through your life, there are people you've met that you never imagined there would be any benefit of that meeting. But at the right time, at the right time, somebody will remember you. Oh, Father, I call to remembrance every forgotten person in here. I call to remembrance every forgotten person in here. Father, stir the spirit of someone. But I can't help but ask myself, how did that man know it means that even as he was in isolation, there was a reputation. Don't think that nobody knows. God is getting ready to reveal you in an amazing way. But the key for David's victory was worship. Was worship. Listen to this statement because I want you to write it down. Very important. If it is in us, outside of the public eye, apart from anything to stimulate that thing by applause or for people to see as long as there is a secret history with God it is going to come out God will see to it that it comes out as long as it's not for publicity as long as it's not for applause from men as long as it's for the audience of one God will see to it that you don't die where you are please hear me clearly as long as it is to give God glory. This is one of the things God is doing. He's begetting sons. And because he's begetting sons, no matter how long it takes, I can assure you, God will bring it out. As sure as Yahweh is sitting on the throne, you who have spent time in his presence, cried in his presence for that baby, there shall be a performance. Have you not read scripture? That he has sent his word forth. It shall not go back to him void. There will be a performance of that word over your life. In Jesus mighty name. Skillful in playing. Don't leave God's class until he has said here is your certificate. Even with Jesus appearance. After Jesus got baptized. He got his certificate on the earthly realm. After baptism. He appeared. As in a dove. And he said, the voice from heaven came, said, heaven opened. May heaven open over God's sons and daughters today. Jesus was a picture of what will happen for some of us. So when you hear of heaven opening, it was not just a Jacob 
uh, point of uh, uh, contact. Heaven opening after the time of Jesus should be normal for the children of God. So when Jesus, when heaven opened, God opened his mouth and said, this is my son. That was acknowledgement that I've been with him. I acknowledge him. This one I'm speaking for. This is my son. Hear him. Ah, may you be heard in this season in the name of Jesus. What else was happening here? I want to deal with just two things and then we close the service. So he was skillful in playing. That was the first, the first thing God is looking for with sons. Skillful in playing. Skillful in playing. Skillful in playing. So my wife knows I've been handling finance, credit, finance. Why? Because one day God would say, settle my people in homes. I needed to understand financial systems, fiscal policies. I needed to have 20-year-old relationships in global financial markets. Hey. So that the day Kenya needs my help, I have preparation in isolation for God to do what he needs to do with that end. There has been consistency. If I look at your life, what is the one thing? I should be able to see your life and see a consistent thing for a long time. There should be something consistent. Even if you've changed jobs, there should be something, a consistent line. <laughs> That's what God will work with. That consistency. If it's in aviation, I should see a consistent line. Maybe you are making engines. Maybe you are doing fuel somewhere, but there is a consistent line of aviation. Are you hearing what I'm saying? For me to know that you have actually spent enough time in a solid, I should see a con you cannot be, you cannot be <laughs> everywhere all the time. There has to be a consistent, consistent line. One of the patterns that somebody has not yet reached a point of maturity in the things of, law, of the Lord is consistent inconsistency. That the one consistent about you is inconsistency. I'm coming to point number two. Because there are things that you need to see that cause you to enter this place. So, so David was a creative, which means he was a musician. Everything you see here is talking about worship. Worship was his service. Very important. But then it comes and brings us back. Why would God gather his people? Please, I want to give you a very important point. Why does God want to settle Kenya? Why does God want to bless Africa? Can I give you an answer? Is it so that you can go to your former colonialists and say, Tuliwambia, to Tumekuja kuwa show. Who's laughing now? No. God is so serious about your deliverance for one purpose. He said to Pharaoh, let my son go that he may go and serve me. The whole purpose of Africa rising is to serve God. Just in case you thought it was for your house. The house is a byproduct of serving him. The car is a byproduct of serving him. We are not competing with Donald Trump. No. The whole purpose of being delivered. He said to Pharaoh, let my son go so that he can go and worship me, and serve me. It's worship. 
Listen, if your work is not worship, you're joking. I'm getting to a point I want to ask God to give me discernment not to employ anyone who does not take their work as worship. If you get an employee who looks at work as worship and serving God, you will never have to worry about whether that person comes on time, whether they get their work done, whether they are loyal. You will never have to worry about a David in the palace. You'll never have to second guess a Joseph in the palace. Even Joseph, for, Joseph had reached a point. Remember when he was talking about it to his brothers? He said, you'll all bow down to me. Bow down. Everybody gonna. By the time he's interpreting Pharaoh's dream because of process, because of isolation, he says to Pharaoh, find a man. He didn't even see himself as the man. He said, find a man that can do these things. And Pharaoh said, is there any, anybody that can be found in Egypt like this man? So he wasn't referencing himself. But because his time had come, uh, God lifted him up. And Pharaoh saw nobody else but the one who gave him the answer. You can't be bypassed when you have the answer. And so, if you want to know, you have to take work as worship. When you go to the office, it's worship. You have to ask yourself, am I in a state of serving God as I serve my boss? Am I serving God? Spirit of excellence. What time do I go to work? How do I work? What's my productivity level compared to others? What's my... Um, how, how, is, how, 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 how many times do I take leave? Because I know there are some of you who take 75 days of leave in a month. That in itself is a miracle. That I put my coat on the chair and disappear. Listen, that is not somebody that has spent time in isolation. And I have employed people with two master's degrees who have bad manners. Bad manners. No, I'm trusting God to give me sons. Sons of God. Uh, who will appear in the office Believer and not sleep until the... Did you know? Did you know that an employer's delight is a person who does not wait to be instructed, has the ability to bring solutions before there has been a question? You can't just be here. Uh, no. That's not a son of God. Nobody's scratching for you nothing. Oh, glory be to God. Yes. I reach a point where I want to be a delight. What does he say? Delight yourself in that. What will he do? He will give you. There's an exchange. It's the same with a leader. Delight yourself. Show your light to the leader. He will give you Egypt to run. Show your light. Show God your worship even with work. Skillful in playing. I will not play the wrong chord. Every key will be in its place. I will not build a crooked house. Every stone will be in its place. Perfection. It's interesting Red Jackie that we go to the UK and US. Even here in Kenya you find buildings that were built by these old people. 
You go to Kenya High School, that stone is still there saying, Bado Tuko. Sisindio Tuko. Ile liyekwa last year, Isha, Isha. What kind of cement? You know, we were at Egerton, uh, Lord Egerton's house in, in, in Joro, and we were being shown the stone, and they were telling us that the cement mix was so serious that the proportion had to be exact. The amount of sand, the amount of cement, the way it was mixed. You just no! There's a formula to why a stone is strong. Oh, come on. We can't be building things that become a ridicule to God. Does my work give glory to God? No. Does it give glory to God? Does your existence glorify Him? So we come to the next part man of valor. Now let me teach you for a few more minutes. You go home. Man of valor. <laughs> he was a mighty man of valor. Now valor is not a public thing. It will be seen publicly. But it is developed in isolation. Mighty man of valor. What is God doing? In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, he is bringing many sons to glory. Bringing many sons to glory. I want to pray for you. It says in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Read it for me. Hebrews 3 1 so that you can also make sure none of you is falling asleep. not a call from earth. It's a heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession. We are partakers of a heavenly calling. Please turn to your neighbor and say, you did not call me. Even Jesus says, you didn't choose me. I chose you so that you may go and bear fruit and bear it continually. Now come with me please. This is important. The heaven, the heavenly calling is bringing many sons to glory for the glory of Yahweh. If your life is not glorifying God, you're a waste of space on the earth. Today is the expiry of wasting space on the earth. You must bring glory to the Father. You must bring glory to the Father. There are too many statisticians walking on earth. Who are these statisticians? No, no, I don't want to be a statistician. You can talk about me as long as I am on the path of glorifying God. Oh, Shalada, because when I sing, I'm glorifying God. When I dance, I'm glorifying God. receives glory by my going to work. I don't go to work for a paycheck. I go to work to glorify God. And by glorifying God through my employer, he gives me provision. My employer would not be able to provide for me if it was not for my... Uh, you're not understanding me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
my joy is to see God glorified in my life. That is the glory we are talking about here. Partakers of the heavenly calling to give only God glory. You will not faint before you see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm praying for you. He said to Peter, Satan has asked to sift you like me, but I'm praying for you. The reason I'm praying for you is that even Jesus was reaching a point of frustration with the cross. But he said for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. You will not faint. You will see the goodness of Yahweh here in the land of the living. Please tap the son of glory next to you and tell them the, the man of God has said you will not faint. God. Oh, please, just let this song is in my spirit. It has to come out. Nasketi, come in a, in a, in a. For you are glorious. And worthy to be praised. Your land upon the throne. for the glory of Yahweh. And David is showing us how these things happen. So he says, Valah, mighty man of Valah. How does God get glory through Valah? I dealt with this in the morning and I was trying to show them, when you think of a musician, and I didn't mean to offend anybody, I apologize if I offend you online here, creatives are special in their moods and temperaments. If you raise a creative, they are a bit They can get moody on you anytime. They can become all of a sudden become offended. You don't know what happened. So because of having to go deep, they usually are in a world of their own. Sometimes they don't mean to offend anybody, but they don't necessarily always have good social skills because they can be what you people like to call, you know, introverted moody. 
creators, artists. Go talk to one, not just a musician. Go talk to an artist. Sometimes they just wake up, they have something, and they don't want to see anybody. They want to go and draw. Something inside them has to come out. So to have a combination of a musician, a creative artist, and a man of valor is very rare. So in the secret place, David learned how to deal with his moods. That is the real meaning of valor. The ability to deal with your inner issues. To prevent them from preventing your outer appearance. Ah. <laughs> that people can be talking about you and you still come to church. See, I'm trying to deal with valor today. That nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Not the fact that I missed a chair. I want God to help us as a church have such a hunger that chairs don't matter. If we stand, we stand. If we sit in the front, we sit at the back. It does not matter. Title or no title, I've come to glorify God. There's a place of valor in saying recognized or not recognized. This is the real meaning of valor. To have music with strength. To play and be strong. It says be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. It's a rare combination. It doesn't happen naturally. Valor from its beginning is not an outward thing. It begins inside. It's where you deal with your personal demons. You stop listening to any voice that says I'm not beautiful. Listen. Listen please. My sisters, let me tell you. I've met people who, on the scale of how the world looks at beauty, are not necessarily at number 10. But because they have valor. I know you thought the man wants a weave that comes down to your knees, skirt, thighs, all that stuff. All that be good, but that's secondary to valor. I've never met a man who tells me, I want a woman who does this. Never. Not once in my life. Because I'd ask them, what is this? I've never met. You should sit in our men's meetings. Okay, we are looking for a strong woman. Vala. Nobody wants to marry a sister who the whole week all we are wondering is she's in the room wondering if she wants to kill herself. No. We are, we, I know we are your kinsman, redeemer and we pray for you. But that spirit of depressive thinking is living your life in the name of Jesus. Can you be affected? It is true you can. I'm trying to, I'm trying to release a spirit of valor in this house. That the voices that put you down you're going to go and have a conference with them. And say, listen to me, there's only one speaker here today. I, I don't know if I'm in the right church. There's only one speaker here today. For the last 20 years, I've let all of you speak. I've attended all your conferences and I've sat at the front. Now I'm the speaker. This is my life. Yahweh is my savior. His voice matters over every other voice. I speak to my inner man and I say, he who began a good work in me. He is faithful to complete it. You spirit of suicide, spirit of murder, spirit of abortion, spirit of depression, 
get out of my life. Conference. Yes. Go have your own rama feast and put a poster for your voices and tell them I want you to know there's only one speaker here. Actually, there are two speakers. There are two. There are, uh, there are four speakers. There are four speakers in this conference. Speaker number one is God himself. Speaker number two is Jesus Christ. Speaker number three is the Holy Spirit. For God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake unto us through his prophets the old has this day spoken to me through his son. Speaker number four. Speaker number four. Speaker number four is your very own honorable doctor. I know you say I'll never go anywhere, but I introduce you to me in Christ. For Christ in me. Oh, give glory to Yahweh. Christ in us. The hope of glory. The land upon the throne. For you are and worthy to be praised. Your land of all the world. Unto you we lift our voice in praise. Your land of will come to your room on Wednesday and ask Madam what's happening you've not been coming out of your room they say I'm in a five-day conference I'm tired of being tired I'm tired of hearing this thing that keeps telling me what my uncle used to tell me and what my father told me some new voice is coming to speak to you this week I decree in the name of Jesus that the Egyptians you see today I think they're on this side. The Egyptians you see today, because of your valor, you shall see them no more. Look at three neighbors and say, from today, the Egyptians in my life, you shall see them no more. I'm holding this conference to deal with my financial situation. I'm holding this conference to deal with my self-esteem. I'm holding this conference to deal with my confidence by the time I come out by the time tell somebody I'm coming out I'm coming out I'm coming out stronger I'm coming out better I'm coming out higher the devil is a liar you are a child of promise you are a son of God Receive strength. Receive strength. Ah, that's what that's what Jesus was releasing on Peter. He was folding his nets. Jesus said, Let me borrow your boat. Because this fellowship, it's a fellowship. He was in his boat. 
And because he was in his boat, the difference is before he was not in his boat. But now he's in the womb. He's in the company. Now he's in the church. Now he's in the ministry. Now he says, now go out and fish again. What's the difference? Before I had not entered here. But now I've entered your life. Go back and fish again. The very same place you fished before. I decree you shall have results in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout yes. Shout yes. Hey. Oh, I feel something in my spirit. God is in this place. Can you sing a song with me? Can you sing a song with me? Always a Always a Always a sit down for a minute. What's funny is nobody had seen him. Nobody had seen him fight with the bear. Nobody had seen him fight with a lion. But the man said he is a man. The spirit of the Lord God is upon you and he has anointed you to enter this marketplace. Kutamba. Kutembea. Oh, kuinua jina lake. Oh, The blind shall walk. The blind, the blind shall see. <laughs> the lame shall walk. Because you're receiving valor today. The enemy had come to dismiss your ministry. But God says, arise and shine. For your valor has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I announce you today to the world. You're coming out in the name of Jesus. I see men rising. I see women rising. I see people entering places they never imagined they would enter. I see presidents looking to you for answers. This is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice! sit down. How do I know? Because David went into conferences with himself and he'd have conversations with his soul and he'd say, why so downcast? Oh my soul. Within your nature. What's the deal, yo? Why are you troubled? You must have a conversation with you. Why are you having sleepless nights? Why are you worried about things that God can sort out? Ah. If he dresses the lily with beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? Listen, how much more? Listen, that's 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 a, a plant. That's a plant. And he takes care of it. 
How much you who is made in the image of God. You need to lift your hands and say, Jaira, you, you are in
synonymous with courage says to Joshua be bold and courageous every time you hear God say be it means the mechanism is inside of you he says be fruitful the mechanism for fruitfulness is actually already embedded on the inside of you he says be still it means stillness is already embedded on the inside of you he says be fruitful and multiply. Everything you need for multiplication is embedded in your DNA because you have God's DNA. So he's not recreating. He just says, be. Be. He says, be courageous. Don't allow any voice that comes to speak against God's voice over your life to exist after today. Yeah. Every time you hear it, go tell him, you are more than enough. sing songs about the cross and go sing songs about the resurrection you will receive life because there is life in resurrection the one thing that operates in the kingdom of hell is fear so it says that the devils and the demons tremble they just tremble the atmosphere of hell is fear in the garden of Eden the first time fear appears is when God comes to Adam after they have sinned and asks where are you he says I ran away because I'm hiding because I have no cover and I am afraid fear is what causes you not to have fellowship with God and the lack of fellowship with God interferes with your courage don't let anything get in your way of your fellowship with God so Satan always introduces fear every time he wants to disconnect us with the place that God wants to lift us and God keeps encouraging us and telling us through his word, I have not given you a spirit of fear. The spirit of fear comes to remove your courage. By the time you see David looking at Goliath, the whole of Israel was afraid. Fear causes your courage to run. So he comes and he's not interrupted by the things that men are saying. He refuses to be in the company of those that are trying to put him down because he knows blessed is the man. There's a way he was operating in the wilderness. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing some of you back to the place of your calling and assignment. Fear is a lie from hell. Fear will cause you to miss God. Fear will cause you to miss your assignment. And so the opposite of valor is fear. The antonym of courage is fear. So when you have that fear that comes from hell, it causes you to miss your place of assignment. I'm done. You don't have to sit. I'm done. I'm closing the service. It says, do not be afraid. That's why every angel would come and speak to men who had sinned and say, do not be afraid. Because the, the place men had reached in seeing the light of God was that they would fear 
because of sin. They have to be told, don't be afraid. Whereas in the beginning when Adam walked with God, that word fear never came. It was confident walking. But thank God for Jesus Christ. He has restored that relationship that now we no longer have to be afraid. He says, draw to the throne room with boldness and courage. Why can we draw near to him with boldness and courage? Because there's been a restoration. We are no longer afraid. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of relationship, a spirit of covenant by which we can cry out, Abba, Father. Lord, receive all the glory today in this service. Receive all the glory. I want to close the service with a psalm because today we were dealing with David. I want to close the service with a psalm. Can everybody just lift your hands if you are able to stand? It's okay if you're not able to, that's all right. In my life, Lord, be glorified, be glorified in my receive all the glory and all the honor in our fellowship in our community receive all the glory thank you Jesus be glorified in my life Where's the team that dances with the flags? I want you to just come over here. Just come over here. Just come over here. Just begin to worship. It's okay. Where she has space is okay. Listen. This is what I see coming upon you. I saw a picture in the spirit of men rising from very dark places. The hand of Yahweh was picking men up, putting them on high pedestals. Picking men from very dark places and saying, I am calling you mighty man of valor. Picking women that were giving up, God is saying, I had you from the beginning. I'm now going to lift you. And you will see a mark from this day. A mark of distinction among others. A mark that will cause you to know that I am Yahweh who never forgets. I am Yahweh who stamped you with my stamp of love and authority through my son Jesus Christ. I have begotten you also as a son. 
And I declare over you, you will not faint over this matter. I am lifting you. As we just sing and worship him now, I want us to just lift up worship. Is that okay? Time is up. We got to go. I just want us to lift up worship for a few more minutes. In Jesus' name. Uh -uh. The song has changed. The song has changed. It's a song about I give myself away. It's a song of surrender. As you surrender all to him right now, let him do something in your life. Give myself away. Let men rise so to new heights. Just surrender everything you have to him. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you. So you. Can use me. Can use I surrender. Me I surrender all to Somebody's receiving help right now.
this was truly not a regular Sunday service. Be encouraged. Receive strength for tomorrow. For he who began this good work in you, he will be faithful to complete it unto that day. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we have worshipped. Somebody shout aloud, Amen. Give him all the glory that is due to his name. I said, give him all the glory that is due to his name. I said, give him all the glory that is due to his name. Open your mouth. Tell him he's lovely. Tell him he's awesome. Tell him he's wonderful. Tell him he's counselor. Mighty God. Prince of Peace. The beginning and the end. The one that never fails. The one that lifts up men. The lifter up of men. The lifter up of my countenance. The one who has no end. The one who doesn't need consultation. The one who can lift men in a week and change their destiny. Give him glory if you want to give him glory. Give him worship if you want to give him worship. Give him worship if he's worthy. Hi. Let me tell you. Speak to your soul this week. Have interactions with your spirit man this week. Tell him we're just getting started. Tell your spirit man we're just getting started. Because something is about to happen in this nation. And men have to have skill in labor. And men have to be men of valor. Please salute the man of valor next to you and tell them it's so good to see you this Sunday afternoon. Mighty man of valor. <laughs> Hi.